So I am here with not your average spitting, the Black Yorkshireman. Six foot seven and handsome, his words. I'm sure the people that have seen his music videos or his Instagram where he's been showing off his lockdown body would agree. Uh, Chedu Araka, as he always says, Chedu Araka is going to be speaking today with us about music and uh, the lockdown. So first of all, Chade, how's it going? Yeah, man, I'm good. I'm just blessed, blessed to sort of be healthy and alive in such a, a difficult time so yeah man I'm, I'm here i'm here i'm active yeah well and that's active is definitely the word so i was kind of looking back over your 2020 and I, you had the ep drop right at the start of 2020 which had pressure darcy uh men behaving badly but then you dropped another four tracks throughout the year so i guess my first question is what motivated you to make music during the lockdown? You know what, man? I just knew that. I felt like there'd been gaps, Angelo, in my in my releases. And I just wanted to stay active. Like I knew that the music industry was sort of on its backside. I knew there was a lot of uncertainty about playing live and streaming being sort of all over the place because of people are not doing their morning commutes and stuff like that. So I knew it was a very difficult time to release music, but I just didn't want to go quiet because mm -hmm. I felt like I haven't, I hadn't given my fans or the people enough music. So it was important for me to just to keep active. So, so you, what you're saying, man, that's interesting because, you know, I do, you know, I'm in this uh, media kind of entertainment sort of business. And I do look at your streams and, when you say that streams have been all over the place, some of your tracks have had four figures worth of listens over mm -hmm. 2020 and some have had six figures. And it's not like you're, you know, your fan base is extremely loyal. I've been to some of the shows that you've put on, your fan base is extremely loyal. How does it feel when you kind of have a track that you know is good and it doesn't get a lot of play and then another one, which obviously you'll back all of your tracks and then it gets, you know, six figures worth of streams versus four figures. Does that kind of make you want to change direction or anything like that? It's a good question. Uh, you know what, Angela? I think I'll always be one of those artists that will just make what I want and what I'm feeling. I'm not trying to follow no trends. That's why that's a lot of people have said to me, a lot of industry people have said, oh, yeah, like what lane are you in? Like you've done like a Darcy, but then you, you've got this Helly Hansen series and you've got like a Save You A Taster, but then you've done a song like Pressure. And for me, like I just make what I want. Like people always say, like, what is your lane? And I always say, I just make UK rap based music. Like you might hear me on a drill beat. You might hear me on a hip hop beat. Then you might hear me on a funky house beat and a garage beat. I just make what I like and what I'm influenced by. So yeah, it, sometimes, yeah, you, you, you do find yourself trying to chase the success, but I believe that I'll, I'll, I'll get to where I want to be. I always say that like my journey might take, might take a little bit longer but I feel I'll get to where I want to be. And I think what I need to be doing, mate, is really focusing on my brand mm. and focusing on being consistent with music and not really caring too much about the numbers because the numbers will come. Yeah, definitely. And it's interesting that you're kind of saying that industry, people are asking you what lane you're in. And, you know, last week was, was an unbelievable week of music releases. And for me, mm. top of the list, was a 
Snakes and Ladders, the uh, the project by Chip. And, you know, if you look at Chip's 2020, he he was on Drill Beats. Mm. You know, he had the, the project with Skepta and uh, Ads. Um, obviously, he's had mm. the little beef. And I say your little beef, but the beef with Stormzy. But if you listen to the tracks on that, nobody's asking him to stay in a lane. You know, if you listen to, I remember the mm. first time I heard um, uh, Killer MCs. I didn't even know what I didn't even know what it mm. was. I was like, I've I've not heard what what would you call that? And it doesn't seem to be working out too badly for him. So, yeah, definitely, I can understand. And I, it seems to be, you know, and I guess this leads into my next question. That you know, uh, I was going to ask you what your thoughts are on lockdown forcing artists and labels to innovate. And from what you're saying there, you doing what you want. Is there a sense that because the world's changed so much, you don't feel the need to? follow established trends or patterns? Has it made you more confident in just going at it your own way? I'll be real honest with you, Angelo. Like, I'm proper anti-industry, mate. Mm. Like, I don't know if it's because... And I'm I'm just anti-rules. Maybe it's because I've had my, my... I've had a label experience, which a lot of people didn't know. And I just didn't like it, mate. Like, not that I didn't like being signed. I just didn't like the politics. I feel like... There's just a lot of tastemakers out there who just follow clout, follow that you're from, if you're from the roads or Instagram, how many Instagram followers, or if you're virally successful, like for me, if you're a tastemaker, just judge me on my music, man. Mm. That's it. And if you're a tastemaker, I just, and if if you're a tastemaker in this industry, I just feel like you shouldn't always be backing the same sort of sound, the same sort of release pattern, the same sort of faces, managers, all that. Like it's it's just it's just a bit clicky clicky, and like I'm just against that man. Like for me, I got too bogged, and I'll admit it. I went there was a time when I was too too bothered about fitting into a scene and into an industry. That to be honest with you, I'm not sure really want me in there in their vicinity anyway. Do you know what I'm saying? So I need to just build my own basically and do what I want. So I'm not really following no trends like. My next song that I'm going to release in sounds nothing like Helly Anson 4 Hour started the year. And I feel like the best artists do it that way. Mm. So, yeah, man, like it would have been easy to just follow the trends and just jump on drill and bang on a balaclava and do dance moves. But you're not going <laughs> to see me. You're not, you're not going to see me do that. Shout out all the artists that are doing that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I wonder if you could go into a little bit of detail then about what that experience was like, not necessarily like that you need to be specific, but because there's a lot of people that are like, well, once I get, and I don't think it's just in music, but obviously I'm, you know, I'm in writing and acting and it seems like there is a set path where it's like you do the independent stuff, then you get signed and then that kind of, you know, for a lot of people getting signed means that your work will get seen by a wider audience. What was the process of that and what was it, what what is something about that that you didn't know going in, which you wish you'd have known going into it? So for me, I just want to say one thing. I'm, I'm not anti-labels. Mm. Like if your label can bring something to the table and if your label sees your vision and wants to work with you, then go ahead and do it. Mm. For me, my experience wasn't all bad. Like for me, like I, you know what it is, Angela? I needed this experience, I needed to learn about the game. So I'll always say, 
it wasn't it wasn't a loss even though I didn't get everything that I wanted out of the situation it was a lesson and it was a, an important lesson that I needed to learn things about like forming relationships with like PR and radio and stuff like I didn't know anything about that really like I'm from Hull where there's no there's no blueprint for, for acts like me and there's no industry infrastructure in Hull I I've done everything myself. I've had to go and learn the hard way, and 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 I'm and I'm grateful to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. I just think if you're going into a label, you need to have a plan, your own plan, and they need to help you execute it. So, for me, that's what you need to do. You can't go in blind. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I've I've had I've had a couple of label interests. Like I've spoke to a few labels and. It's all good. They get you in the office and you see the nice plaques on the wall and and, and you, you get blinded by it. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, but they don't always have your best intentions. And you need to remember that it's a music business. Mm. It's and the most important word there is business. It's it's business. Like nothing's personal, it's just business. And if you're a good-hearted person, it might not be the best industry for you to get into, or if you're a very sensitive person, because it's 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 ruthless, man. It's proper ruthless. So like, how do, you yeah. how do you balance the the fact that you kind of love making music with the fact that you know, and you've talked about it on your records that you know you've got dreams of getting your mum a nice car and yeah, you know, putting a putting a roof over her head. So that is the the that's the success that comes from it. How do you balance the the fact that you want to make music with the fact that you might have you know, somebody in the industry, you might have an A&R saying, well, you know, if you want to kind of take the next step, you're going to need to release something on a this beat or yeah. you know, I'm going to need you to get your Instagram followers up or you need to do this. Yeah. How do you balance those two things? Because surely you talked about it being a relationship. So how do you balance those? You know what? There's no right or wrong answer to that. I think it's just, it just depends on the type of person you are. And if you know yourself, that's the thing. I think you've got to know yourself and be able to tell these A&Rs, do one, mm. do one, mate doing what I'm doing. Can't tell me how to, I was, I was popping before I came into your door and I'll still be popping after I leave. You've got to have that self-belief. Mm. And it, it's sort of like, you've got to make them believe in you. Do you know what I'm saying? If you go in there, like sort of like a little bit sheepish and not really sure on yourself, then they're going to walk all over you and make you do daft things. That's why you get artists making silly songs you get me like that's why you'll get like a Fredo doing hickory dickory, and 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 and, <laughs> and, and, and 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 you know what, man? I know. Well, in fact, it's obvious that he hates that song because it's nowhere to be seen now, mm. and that definitely was not his decision. Because if you know about Fredo's music, like you know that him even he didn't even look, he didn't even look. Uh, he looked awkward in the video. Do you know what I mean? Like he didn't want to do that, and. Yeah, and, and and obviously I'm just joking because I think Fredo's sick. Like that's just one example that just came to the top of my head. There's loads of songs where artists have done certain things that they didn't want to do. Even I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of of of. of I'm not going to name the song, but if you know, you should know. Like there's a song that I, me and Deezy, we didn't want to do that, man. But it <laughs> it, was, it was out of our control. <laughs> Oh, come on, you're not signing with them anymore. You tell the people. <laughs> well, I'll be real with you. War Chant, the Majestic Remix. Mm. Me yeah. and Dee, we didn't want to do that, man. Loads of people have even said to me, Chad, what, what was you doing? 
that like people have said to me, Chad, we didn't even share that on social media because the song was crap. Mm. Like it was rubbish. The original version to that is miles better. Miles better. Will, will that ever see a release? I don't even know if we're contractually allowed to do it, but uh, you might it might just come out one day and I'll just I'll just get sued, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the original version just it's just the original version is just more me and D's man. It's mm. a similar sort of format, but the beat's better. It's just more wittier, man. Like yeah, and um, we didn't want to do it. We got That's sort right. of bullied into it, pushed into it. Oh, it'll do well. It's got Majestic's name on it. Blah blah blah. But yeah. It did, it did all right, but it should have done better according to the powers that be, but it and didn't. Do you, do you think that that is an example then if, if, if something that you do differently of just kind of seeking more creative control? And how important yeah. do you think it is if you, and I want to make sure I word this correctly. So you talked about how the first time you went into it, you, you didn't know what you didn't know. So mm. to young artists out there, whether they be actors, singers, producers, if you're going into that room, um, where's the balance between these people have worked with, so in your industry, you know, you might be working with people that have worked with a Stormzy, uh, you know, you know, tight temper chip, or, you know, I'm going back years. So mm. when they say something, they're, they're, they're not just saying it because it's there. How do you balance that versus in that moment when you don't think it's gonna work, but you know that they've kind of got more experience? I'll go back to what I said, mate. Don't walk into a label if you're not ready for the industry. Like, you have got to know in your brain what you want. You've mm. got to know about the visuals that you want. You've got to know about some of the artists that you might want to feature with. You, 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 you need to know about what cameraman you want to film the visual with. You've got to know the producers that you want to... You, you need to know your vision. Go in there with a plan. And if they start trying to say, oh, no, we think you should do this, we think you should do that. Mm. Like, yeah... Like, I'm not saying don't listen to them, but the majority of the time, the artist knows and they're just trying to get involved, maybe trying to cut costs or trying to lead you down a safe way because it's works for, for certain other artists. Like, not every artist is the same. Mm. You get me? Like, you need to feel the love. You need to go where the love is. So my advice is have a plan. Please don't go into them rooms blank make sure you've got music to show them, like tell them what direction you want to be. Mm. Say to them, like, I want to be here in the next 12 months. I want to be here in, in the next 18 months. If you can't provide that or assist me, then I don't want to be speaking to you. Fair play, man. Do, you, Fair play. do your research, find out how much things cost. Find out what, what, what plugger you might want. Do your research. I know it's quite hard if you're a new up and coming artist and you don't know all this stuff, but try and be clued up because if you're not, they're going to eat you alive. Mm. Sap all your energy, sap all your confidence and make you believe that you need them when in theory, they need you. These execs and these people don't know anything really about music, man. They might know about the music business, but they don't know anything about creating and being, and being an actual artist. So... Yeah, man, just make sure you find a good team to work with. Yeah, good advice, good advice. Um, I kind of asked this earlier, but I want to ask it just specifically this part. So uh, how has lockdown uh, changed your approach to your craft? Mm. 
think it's made me just, it's like sort of made me think like, you know, music, like, yeah, music's sick, but try and do other things. Do you know what I mean? Like make online content, like do documentaries like I'm doing at the minute with the Black Kings upon Hull, find different pockets. Do you know what I mean? Like sharpen other tools, become like a full rounded artist. Like it's okay. Like, yeah, it's all right being an MC and writing bars and writing to beats, but like, you know, like we can't even perform. Mm. Music's not being received properly now. Like it used to be try and do other things that's going to add to your brand, build your brand. And I think that's what I've learned. Like build your narrative, build your story, like connect with your fans. Cause social media, like it's, it's, it's massive. There's so many things you can do. There's TikTok now, there's obviously Instagram, there's Facebook, do, do things that you wouldn't normally do. Do your Instagram lives, put out questions on your Instagram. Like that's what I've learned, man, just to be more adaptable and like be more closer to, to my supporters. But I have noticed that you've been a lot more active on mm. kind of Instagram stories. You know, you shared like your workout journey, uh, mm. you know, and things mm. like that. And are you doing that with a business mind? Is that is that part of the business? Because you can't, you can't, there has to be a business element, right? You can't just say, I'm just doing it for the love because, you know, I'm sure like, you know, your mortgage or your, your rent's not going to be paid off with love. So is this all yeah. this idea of kind of, you know, building that business side of it as well? Because, you know, in all of your tracks, you talk about Room 73. Now, Room 73 is obviously where you make your music. You've kind of really leaned into the Black Yorkshireman. Mm. Um, I think about the visuals for Serve You a Taster and, you know, it could have been easily dismissed as like a like almost like a drag rap but then you realize that the taster is you know chip spice which is a very you know whole thing is mm. it, it is what's the intentionality now behind what's the thinking when you do a release now when you drop music what's the thinking behind it yeah you're right it's the business element it's the brand and everything you've said like all this was done intentionally like i've never really been one like on the ground, flexing with muscles and all that stuff. That's never really been my style, but at the right at the beginning, I've been quite consistent with it, like putting some of my workouts on there, posing topless and stuff like that, man. Yeah, like it's all part of the brand, mate. Like the whole Yankee Land, serve you would taste the thing. Obviously, it was to help my brother, Marcy, who owns Yankee Land. It's a 30-year-old business. It's a, it's, a, it's a local business. Obviously, I wanted to help my guy out as well, but it's all been a part of the brand the black yorkshireman like work with local people room 73 is a local label it's my it's my own local label which i work with with label works which is a a, a local distributor like it's all about being local and 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 yorkshire as well do you get me like this black yorkshireman thing is something that i've been thinking about for a few years before i even started calling myself the black yorkshireman and it's all intentional. And this is what I'm saying. Like artists need to realize that you are a business. Mm. Yeah, no good. Um, just want to change tack a little bit. And um, I just want to talk finances. I just want to talk money. Obviously a lot of people have, you know, the lockdown has affected a lot of businesses. Obviously the, um, music business has been massively affected by it and you know there's a theory that a lot of like your 
AAA artists didn't release last year because they know they don't make money off the release, but off the subsequent tours that they can do, even mm. with like 360 deals um, that are now kind of becoming quite popular in the music industry, um, there is still money to be made um, mm. in touring. Just quick sidebar, 360 deal used to be that record labels would get paid off the tracks. So artists would tour a load and then they get the money off that. Then as, uh, you know, uh, physical record sales went down, um, the label started changing the deals to, you know, a 360 deal would mean they'd get uh, money off your merchandise, they get money off your shows. So they were kind of taking a little piece of everything. Um, so, you know, you are a, and you kind of, you are a whole based artist. And I, obviously you had that fantastic 2018, you kind of had Darcy, that goes absolutely massive um so you felt like you're on a launch pad lockdown happens has there been government assistance for you as, a, as an artist and if so what kind of government assistance has there been and do you think it has been sufficient i ain't had no government assistance you know what i mean i'll be real with you like i've had nothing like i don't know if i fit fully into that category just yet i haven't been a full-time musician for 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 for, for a that long to fit into getting like fair law, whatever they offered for artists. Like, I think you had to have a couple of years of like tax returns and stuff. So yeah, I was one of those artists that was left in the limbo fighting to try and survive. Do you know what I mean? This is my full-time job. So like big up things like help musicians who, who, who offered like hardship grants, big up like the music union who've done the same. Big up like the floor, who have who have recently just got a grant from from them recently. Obviously, the mobile help musicians, I've just been awarded that grant as well. So big up them organisations. Nothing, the government had done nothing for for for, for me. So you're part of the excluded, so, as as has been labelled. The, the yeah, 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 definitely part of the excluded. So how? Is that then, do you think that's helped you in your creativity? Because, you know, um, they talk about, you know, necessity being the mother of invention. Is, do you yeah, think that kind think of has made you a better artist? Yeah, man, I think the struggle, the, all the best music comes from struggle. Mm. All you got to go back, man, like there's a history of it. If you go back to some of our favorite, some of our, our parents' favorite artists, it's all from struggle and pain. And I believe I've written some of my best music. I feel like some of my, my best music is going to come out this year. Yeah. So I, I, lockdown was definitely tough for me, but then it was also good for me as well because I was able to, to get into the studio and record demos and write. Mm. It gave me that opportunity, do you know what I mean? Because if it was, if everything was, if, if it was all normal, I'm sure I would have been running all over the place trying to do gigs and everything else. And I might. I just lost the back end of that, um, but I'm sure I'll catch it on the uh, on the Zoom recording. So we'll stitch that last yeah. time. Um, so what I was going to ask my next question, um, how's your audience responded just over the last year? You know what? I I've got the most loyal fan base ever man they're proper proper ride for me angelo like i want to take this opportunity just to just to big them up because like i say i haven't always been consistent with releases and they've just full-on supported me all from like 
apart from like the war chat little blip. Uh, <laughs> but everything else, man, like they've they've uh, they've supported from Bianca, Save Me, Outlaws, like Heli, like Heli Anderson for the response was mad, like mad, 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 mad on the socials and stuff, like. It's just been great. Like I've I've had some sick radio playing, bro. You got to realize that song's just a freestyle, mate. And like it's been mm. played on like Radio One, One Extra, Kiss FM. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm referencing so many whole things in this freestyle, and it's getting played on national radio, man. It makes me feel proud, and I'm just mm. can't wait for you to hear like all the music I've got. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that I've got coming out this year. It's it, I think it, it's going to get some sick reception. Well, I, I thought Outlaws was some of your best work. I kind of, I was amazed by Outlaws. I thought it was genuinely top, top tier. And then Ellie Hampton came out and I was like, wow, okay, so so this is the new standard then. Like it, like I definitely feel like there's, a, it's almost like you've graduated to a, like another level, like especially with like the visuals and everything. It was, yeah. It was, yeah. It was, um, nah, man, definitely, man. It's definitely a new level, like production. I'm happy with, I'm happy with these. I'm happy with Blem. Them two have got a fantastic relationship. Big up like Matt Molson, who's been doing my videos. Like, yeah, man, I feel like I've got a good, good little team now. Mm. of just creatives just around me. Do you know what I mean? I've, we've got Joe, the DJ, who's killing it at the moment. We're like, he's got a couple of residences on some six stations. Like, I'm just around some good creatives at the moment. And mm. I'm just happy, like I said, like, you're going to be hearing me on different sort of sounds. But it's gonna be just more hard hitting. Like the next song, I think it's gonna like, it's gonna surprise people, man. I think it's gonna surprise people because I'm, 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 I'm letting, I'm letting my, I'm, I'm opening myself. It's quite vulnerable. Oh, you're, not gonna, you're not gonna pull like an LL Cool J and do like a, you know, uh, like a love track. No, you never know, man. You never know. There could be a little <laughs> love track later on in the year do you know what i mean but i'm i'm, I'm just trying to be versatile like yeah our favorite artists they're all versatile like you mentioned chip like you don't get more versatile than that kid like he does everything do you know what i mean and it, it's it's gone well for him so yeah. yeah man i'm just i'm just ready for this year like very ready so give me Two examples of things over the last year that ha have worked and maybe of things that you've tried that have worked and a couple of examples of things that you've tried that haven't. I think what has worked is I did, I don't know if you remember, I was doing them uh, them like Dilemma, Dilemma Instagram Lives. Mm -hmm. Like the people really got into them. Like, and I did, and I should really carry on with them, but... I'm not too sure. I think it's a little bit too chatty patty, man. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but that that worked. Like, people really, really like, uh, really like loved that. Like, yeah, because obviously people love gossip, don't they, man? So mm. that's what I mean. It's just chatty patty, but people loved it. People's really engaged. Another one that worked was we was doing. We did some sound clashes. Mm. So it was like I went against Deezy and I, Deezy and Joe and I smashed them both, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that that worked. That worked definitely. Like the engagement was very good. I'm trying to think things that didn't work. Uh, oh yeah, selling at the moment. I don't mind baiting myself up, but selling like lockdown face masks. Mm. It didn't work, man, which I was surprised. 
which I was real surprised. Like, I've still got loads, man. If anyone wants to buy them, holler at me. But that, <laughs> they didn't work. And another thing. I don't really know what, what. Like, loads of things work, bro. Like, I don't know if you saw me selling the, the taster burgers at Yankee yeah, Land. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're still yeah. smashing it. Marcy's earning loads of money from them taster burgers. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely smashing it with them taste burgers, man. I'd be like, make sure you get. I'd be like, make sure I get my percentage. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, but yeah, I think more things have worked. You know what? Because it's been that. I even. I wasn't even going to mention the taste burger, like, but because I just like loads of things have happened. But yeah, that that's been another success. The taste burgers did did so well. To be honest with you, yeah, uh, I can't complain really. Can't complain. Oh yeah, something that didn't work. I don't care. I'll put the guy on blast. The Bianca music video. Mm. Bit a bit of a mystery behind that, but yeah, we filmed a full day, mate. A full video, like proper, like funny sort of vibe. Like it, a bit cringe, but I reckon if it if it if it came out, it would have worked. But the videographer was just an idiot, to be honest with you. Like, so you don't know why it didn't come out. Well, I know why it didn't come out, but I don't, obviously I don't want to put him on blast. You don't want to beat him too hard. <laughs> I don't want to put him on blast too much, but yeah, man, like it was a real good day. Like big up, like everyone involved, but yeah, it just didn't come out, man. So yeah, that's something that didn't work. Fair play. Right, it's been amazing. I always enjoy chatting to you. Last time was obviously on the on the BBC. Uh, this time on the Black in a Box podcast. Just tell us what's going on. What can we, where can we find you? What, what can we look forward to with what you're doing? So you need to, first thing you need to do is go check out she my new, my latest single, Helly Handsome Four. Like, I'm telling you, like, it's in my opinion, I know you might disagree, Angelo, but in my no, opinion. I said to you, Helly Handsome Four, Helly Handsome Four and Outlaws are set a new standard. Like, for me, it's the best Helly Hansen. I know you like Helly Hansen too. But yeah, four, yeah. For me, four for me is the best. So just go check that out on, like, my YouTube or my, on my Spotify, Apple Music or anything like that. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, at ORACALD, all one word. And same on Twitter. And I've got a new single coming. I'm not going to drop the date, but it's coming. It's, it's some of my some of my best work, I think. DZ on production. Like, different side to Chedo Araka and the Black Yorkshireman, but it's a bit of a gamble, but you know what? I'm, I'm here to, to take them risks as a, as a musician, so and I hope you all like it. But yeah, that's me. Well, guys, that's been uh, Chedo Araka speaking, and uh, yeah, we, uh, we're getting the big guest this year, and we wanted to start it off right. So um, yeah, enjoy it, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon.